This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. This is Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And this is, of course, Wednesday, June 30th. And this is your daily financial news. The first thing I want to do is I want to congratulate Randy and Adrian for closing uh, on a successful project. Again, if you don't know already, you too can get one of these cards that read 500. Congratulations, one of 500. You did it. I am so happy for you. All you have to do is close a transaction between June 1st and May 31st of 2022, and you too can get one of these. One subtle twist, I will need your address uh, as I need to know where to send the card. Again, you don't have to be uh, a sub- you don't have to be a subscriber, you don't have to be a student. All you have to do is say one rental at a time, positive, positively impacted. Uh, you in some way, somehow, maybe the book, maybe one of these videos, whatever it is, very loose definition. I'm just trying to see if my daily content can help people close 500 transactions in a year. And as of last Sunday, we are at 50. We did 50 in 28 days. So feeling pretty good about this. A couple other quick announcements. I want to thank you very much. We got to 601 five-star reviews on Amazon gonna gonna enjoy that for a couple of days and then we'll we'll set another goal got to 9,000 followers or subscribers on Instagram uh, which is pretty awesome and right now we are about 172 subscribers short of 20,000 on YouTube so if you're a daily viewer thank you very much Uh, if you share this content with others and ask them to subscribe I appreciate it greatly don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, interact with me. Wow, I remembered. I almost never say that. So let's get started. First and foremost, we have to start with the Supreme Court. Uh, the Supreme Court, who was supposedly six to three conservative liberal, at least that's what I've been told, failed, failed miserably, in my opinion. Uh, I believe in the Constitution. I believe in contract law. I believe... One of the things that I always thought we could lean on in the United States is the rule of law, contracts being a part of it. But apparently, the Supreme Court didn't see it as important enough to say, uh, no, 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 Mr. Mrs. CDC, you can't do what you've done. So the CDC, so the Supreme Court took up the case, apparently sent out a ruling yesterday afternoon basically leaving the eviction moratorium in place uh, that is supposed to end at the end of July now. Uh, Again, 5-4. So two supposedly conservative justices voted to keep this unconstitutional thing intact. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh wrote up a ruling. Uh, He basically said he agreed with the ruling, but voted, uh, agreed with the ruling that the CDC uh, overreached Uh, didn't have the authority to do what it did. But again, he's one of the five that said, keep it. Uh, But he voted to leave the ban in place because it is due to end at the end of the month. So apparently, you can go against the Constitution as long as you only do it for a month. 
That's kind of sarcastic, but that's how I felt after reading that. Um, this is what he said. Because those few weeks will allow for additional and more orderly distribution of the congressionally appropriated rental assistance uh, fund. I had always assumed that the Supreme Court was this powerful entity that was not biased by the media, not that, that just interpreted the law. Apparently that not, is not true. This, this hit me pretty hard. I, uh, I always assumed the Supreme Court would do the right thing. They would interpret the law and act accordingly. But uh, that's apparently not true. And yeah, my, my faith in our legal system was never great. I did have faith in the Supreme Court, though. Apparently that is uh, misguided faith. So Supreme Court failed failed. Uh, a couple of good things that are happening. ADP again comes came out today. ADP private payroll report came out and said 692,000 uh, private payroll jobs were created. Really great balance of cost company size. Uh, biggest increase was in hospitality, which is what you and I want to see uh, with an increase of 332,000. The expectation was for 550, so uh, a pretty substantial beat. Uh, but as I have shared for the last six months or so, the ADP report, which usually comes out a day or two ahead, really has nothing to do with what Friday's report will be. Friday's report's the big one. Again, we do have an over-under going. Not many people participated this time, so I'll do it again. I have placed the over-under at 700,000 jobs created. We will see that on Friday. What do you think? Over, under. I'm generally glass half full, so I'll once again take the over. Uh, but we shall see. It has been... Uh, I think it's disappointed the last two or three months. So, uh, but that's where I'll be. I'll take the over. A couple other things going on in the housing market. More and more people are starting to see what I see and you see. Again, I believe what we are going into is a housing slowdown. I believe what we are about to experience is going to be a great time to be a buy and hold investor. The next six months, you as a buy and hold investor, if you're working as I talk about, understanding your buy box, you're going to see more inventory. You're going to see price drops. You're going to know which sellers need to sell. Because what we always want is buy and hold investors, if we can, is to find a motivated seller. Motivated sellers were impossible to find the last 18 months. They're going to be a little bit easier going forward. But trust me, you're going to have to follow what's in the course. You're going to have to do the work, start doing the work now, daily, 10 to 20 minutes, your buy box. And in 30, 60, 90 days, you're going to see which properties might be open for a lower offer or maybe a creative offer uh, if you find a seller who owns the property. So again, I am very excited for you. I'm ex very excited for me. I am really excited about this challenge, given we've got now 11 months to go uh, where we are going to go together. So again, I think it'll be a great buy and hold. I think there are some pockets of being bubble-like activity. Uh, some of these smaller markets, I think I did a, a video on Boise, Idaho. It just feels, it just feels bubblish in, in Boise, right? I think I did an, uh, a talk about a builder who bought like a 30-acre track for record prices. It's just not healthy. I think the nation still goes up. I just think it goes up at a slower rate. But the next six months, folks, 
great buyer time because, uh, you know what, I think I'll actually do a live stream. I've been working on why I think it'll be a slowdown in healthy uh, demand and supply discussion. I think I'll do that later today. I think I'm ready for that. Uh, so again, I think housing um, is in for a slowdown. I think some of it's because demand is going to pull back. I think mortgage apps just came out today. Mortgage apps were lower 17%. 17, 1.7. So again, 17% is a year on year, but still 5% week on week. And both of those are purchase mortgages, not this mixed combination of mortgage purchase and refi, which is a much noisier number. Down 5% week on week, 17% year on year. Uh, it is the slowest pace of purchase mortgages since May of 2020. Let that sink in. Sink in. It's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, looks like we may be, uh, according to monster.com, again, monster.com did a survey. Apparently, again, I, I don't know if I believe these surveys. I mean, who replies to surveys? I mean, like, really? But anyways, 95% of workers, yes, nine, five, are considering changing jobs. We could be in for a great resignation, they are calling it. 92% of people are actually willing to switch industries. That is interesting. Um, another thing I have, again, the second half of the year is going to be about office and employment. I think that will be the big big market driver. Uh, but 70%, 70% of uh, employers are going to want their employees back in the office at least part-time starting in September. Uh, I do think we have record job openings. I think the last number I saw was 9.2 million job openings. But I think something we are starting to realize, and I brought this up 60 days ago, is we have location mismatch. What do I mean by that? For example, I think the easiest one to think about is New York City. New York City is a Location that is very service-based. Think restaurants, think Broadway, think, you know, all of these things. It was essentially shut down for a year. What are those people supposed to do? Well, the majority left. They moved in with mom and dad. They moved to a cheaper location. They changed industries because they had to pay the bills. Now that New York is spinning up fast, they are realizing that, damn it, where did all the people go? So the people that are there, you have more, I was going to say pricing power, but that's probably not the right word, more wage power than you have ever had. You just threaten to quit. I bet you get a raise. If you want to quit and get a different job, you can. This next six to 12 months is going to be the employee is going to have power like I have never seen. And by power, I mean better wages, better packages, all of that stuff. Because we do have location mismatch. We have parts of the industry coming back much, much faster than expected. Uh, it proved to be a lot easier to shut an economy down. It is proving to be very hard and uh, noisy process to restart. And that means employees have the power. Uh, another thing I read is consumer confidence has is at a record high uh, since the start of the crisis. And... Um, this is kind of what I meant by when I said we are standing in the light. Uh, we are standing in the light. This is what consumer sees. I think, again, what we are seeing right now in housing is actually a little bit to do with the consumer being excited. Why was the consumer buying houses the last 12 months? Because they were scared. Not all of them, but you get what I'm saying, right? 
Consumers were scared. They didn't want to be in high-rise buildings. They wanted land. They wanted this. They wanted that. They wanted to get away from people, or at least, I don't know, around a lot of people, right? Space is good, you have heard me say the last year. Now, they're like, okay, we're opening up. Freaking California even opened up on the 15th. Let's go take a vacation. Let's go Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the mountains. Let's go see family. And uh, what we're seeing is consumers are feeling good about traveling and smiling and taking pictures and making memories. That is one of the reasons why housing is slowing down. Buyer fatigue and buyers are like, I'm out. I need a break. I'm going to go do something else. And then the last thing to talk about, again, back to the Fed. Or, uh, yeah, back to the Fed talking about transitory. Uh, it is nice to see lumber. Lumber is down 40% just in June. I think it's actually 42% in June. So again, not back to where it was, but damn it, it's uh, down 42%. It's just another proof point that uh, supply and demand works. Prices accelerated, and guess what? The optional jobs, the optional jobs like new fences or new decks got delayed. If you don't have to do it, you won't do it when prices are that high. So again, people said, nope, I'm not going to do the backyard fence. I'm going to go on vacation instead. And lo and behold, demand drops, supply builds, prices come down. Man, I am so glad I studied economics because supply and demand makes up so much of this. So again, let me remind you that today is the last day to use the June 50 discount. I don't normally give coupon codes uh, because the content and value is so extreme. But some of the content I wanted to add in June got delayed to July. So I put out a June 50 coupon code. Uh, you can pay $250 today or $300 tomorrow or $299. You know what I mean. And again, if you do buy it, make sure you join the Facebook group. We're, we're quickly approaching 1,000 members who are doing the work, being positive, closing deals, and networking. So have a great day. It's Wednesday. We normally talk to Anna Kelly on Wednesdays, but she's been out on a three-week road trip. I'm not sure if this is the last week or we're actually going to catch up with her today. I will reach out to her now and see. I hope we talk to her. She is so fun. But if not, we'll talk to her next week. Take care, everyone. Bye.